In today's show, we're looking at players who are on hot streaks, which may be unsustainable. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore B-Ball and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. As I said yesterday in the uh, buy low show that most trade deadlines are done. If they're not, fix that next year. But hey, you can still do trade, so by all means do it. So this is like a sell-high type scenario, but it's also just looking at players who are overperforming, who you can expect some regression, most likely, to come to come from. So let's talk about that right now. Let's start with the Category League guys, Terry Rogier. Um, safe to say that he is on hot streak. He is the fifth-ranked player over the last week. He's playing 41 minutes a night, so there's your number one reason. He's averaging 28 points with over nine assists. Yes, that's a lot of assists, and he's doing that while shooting 52% from the field and 41 from three. Now, 41 from three is fine. That's what he's doing for the season, although it has dropped off, and he's at 37% over the last two months. But he's averaging under four assists per game this year. Devontae Graham has been out, so Terry has been the point guard, and the assists have skyrocketed. And Ball's out, Hayward's out, Monk's out, so he's playing every minute possible, pretty much. 41 minutes, 28 points, seven boards and nine assists. All of those things are going to drop off. Rogier is the 43rd ranked player over the last two months as some of his insane shooting did start to cool off. And it has picked up here in this last little stretch, um, yeah, bolstered by that increase in minutes. But I think we can look at what Tez is doing and yeah, understand that it's not going to maintain. Graham's going to be back in a week. Ball's going to be back in another week, two weeks. Haywood's going to be back. Maybe Monk's going to be back as the Hornets look to keep their spot in the playoffs. And Rogier goes back to a 34, 35-minute-a-night player who averages 21, 22 points and gets three assists. Still really good. Still a top 50 player. Not a top 10, not a top 5 player, which is the way he's currently being tracking. The next bloke. Now, I can sit here and say to you that Julius Randle has been awesome this year, which he has. Absolutely turned things around from, honestly, some shitful play last year. Like, really, really good. I could also sit here to you and say, well, he's playing 39 minutes a game over the last month and over 40 in the last two weeks. That's probably going to come down. But then I think and look at the maniac who's his coach and go, maybe it doesn't. Look, Literally, maybe it doesn't come down. That is, look, he, that is 40 minutes a night for the last seven games. That is clear insanity. But what so what do I look at and go, it is unsustainable? Well, it's probably the 1.7 steals. There, there's your number one thing. And I'll, I should mention, he's the seventh ranked player over the last two weeks, Randall. 23rd for the season, top 20 over the last two months. So we're not talking about a huge fall when he does fall. But he averages one steal per game. And he's up to 1.7 in the last seven games. And he's had six steals in his last three games. Like there is going to be... Um, almost definitely some regression. He's had a quarter of his season total of steals in the last seven games. Like that's, there's going to be a come down giggity. Where is it? Oh, too late, too late. Giggity. Um, yeah, 29 points, 
nine, eight rebounds, eight and a half rebounds, seven assists. Sure. Why not? Why can't he do that? The 29 points maybe is a little high. 33 usage is absolutely insane. But he is carrying this team. Now, he's doing it with some you know, subpar-ish type efficiency. But even over the last three games, he's hitting 48% from three. Unfortunately, it's 45% from two. But the thing that we, we really have to look at in terms of aggression has got to be the steal numbers. This is a guy that literally um, has never... Even this year, he's averaging one steal a game, and it's a career high by far. His best season had been 0.8 prior to that. So, yeah, expecting him to run at 1.5 plus, I don't think is going to happen. He just doesn't. He just doesn't do that. So that's and that, that's a big change. That's a, that's a big drop off. Like his season steal Z score is 0.08, like bang on average. The last two weeks it's 2.14. Like that is huge. It's two standard deviations away from where he was before. So safe to say that that value drops, and that drops your 10, 15, 20 spots easily. And I think that's probably it. Can he maintain 40 minutes a night? Again, probably not. But 37, 38's not insane. Can he maintain 33 usage? Maybe. Maybe. But it's the steals, I think, here for Randall that are going to come down. This bloke. No, my son is also named Bort. I know you didn't knew he was going to be on here. The 18th ranked player over the last week, Lou Dort, is averaging 32 points a game over his last three. It's obviously insane. Who here thought that Lou Dort would be a 33% usage player? Not me. He's averaging over 30 usage in the last seven games. The problem is, is he's sitting out every second game at the moment. He's played over the last six games the Thunder have played. He's played four of them. And that was on the back of an extended absence prior to that. And his last three games have been obviously insane. High usage, extremely high usage with extremely high true shooting, 64%. Hitting 56% of his threes. Now, he's only at 49% of his twos, but 56% of his threes. 2.7 steals is also out of control, and five threes per game is insanity. So while Dort can be strong, he can be solid, he can be good, he can bump his usage. He cannot continue this. I will categorically tell you that, that he cannot continue this. He cannot keep shooting 56% from three, or averaging three steals per game, or hitting five threes a game. It will not happen. And I don't give guarantees often, but I guarantee you that it will not happen. So there's going to be a drop-off. Can he maintain? He's still Look, despite this hot streak, he's the 183rd ranked player this year. He's averaging 13 points on 40% shooting with a true shooting of under 53. Like, not good numbers. Hasn't been a 12-team league guy all season, except for now. Will it be able to maintain on sky-high steals, huge usage, great threes, and elite percentage from the field? The free throw percentage is a disaster, by the way. 61% from the from the line in the last three. I would be highly skeptical of Lou Dort being able to maintain this level of production. Highly, highly skeptical. Can he continue to take a lot of shots? Probably. Will they go in at this level? Almost no chance. And if he, if he does, then shit, the Thunder have got an absolute stud on their hands. Because it's not just about, well, Shea's out and Horford's out, so Dort's going to be the main guy. And that's true. He's going to take more shots because of that. doesn't mean they're going in. And that's been the problem with Dort, is they haven't gone in. But now they are, and they're going in at a rate that is going to crash, and it is going to crash hard. Hard. Guys, it is time for the Michelob Ultra Player of the Week. You know, we, we all love enjoying things. It's... One of the keys to life. And I'll tell you who's been enjoying things this week. It is Lou Dort. He is your Michelob Ultra Player of the Week. Look at those numbers from Dorty. Absolutely sensational stuff. 
And if you had a Michelob Ultra, it'd be better because it's only worth it if you enjoy it. 2.6 grams of carbs and 95 calories. That joy, which I'm sure Lou Dort has, is creating his success. Enjoyment isn't the end game. It is the whole game. How happy are Thunder fans to see Lou Dort out there just dropping bombs and becoming like, you know, Steph Curry, basically, with defense, with elite defense. Curry's a side point. He's not a bad defender. Let's get that out of our heads. But Lou Dort is making it fun for Thunder fans to watch the games. It's They're getting joy from seeing him develop. Are you happy because you win? Or do you win because you're happy? Your Michelob Ultra Player of the Week is Lugens Dort. No, my son is also named Bort. I'm sure the, uh, sure the, the Michelob Ultra people would love a, a Simpsons drop in their ad. All right, let's talk about the next bloke. Isaiah Stewart. Let's address the elephant in the room here with Stewart. Nicknames, horrendous. Beef Stew, Jack. Get that garbage out of here! I heard the people on the broadcast calling him Ice Stew. Jesus Christ. Could you make a worse nickname if you tried? No, you couldn't. I'm going with just a simple one that 10% of this audience will get. Alf. Alf. Alfie Stewart. Done. Nickname sorted. Alf. All right, so Alf has been awesome. The 22nd ranked player over the last week. 27 minutes a night. 16 and 14. A steal, two blocks. 67 from the field. And I look at it, and I, I look at his numbers, and I go, okay, what's so high here that can't sustain? Probably 14 boards won't, won't stick at that level. Probably Probably going to be tough to continue. But the minutes should be fine. He'll play majority of minutes. I've said this a million times as well. He will play more minutes than Mason Plumley in yeah, 80% plus of their games. He will block shots, and he's doing it at a good level. But, 14 rebounds, which is a per 36 of 19 rebounds per 36, is not going to maintain. That level will fall off, and that is by far his best fantasy category. And the 67 from the field probably is going to be tough to continue as well. But Isaiah Stewart is a must-roster player across all leagues. I think he can finish top 70 from here on out and have stretches of top 50. But top 30, top 25 for Alf, I think it's probably too far. But he's been awesome, and you cannot cannot leave him on the waiver wire. Let's talk fan of pants. Kevin Herter, over the last week, 36th ranked player, 37 minutes a night. Well, there's your number one thing that's not going to stick. Fan of pants is 37 minutes. 19 points on 60% shooting. There's your red flag. 59% from three. Holy shit. There's no way that's going to continue. Okay, we still have to wait for Chris Dunn. Uh, we had Justice Winslow as a ghost. Jaron Jackson was the spectre. What can Chris Dunn be? Casper? The apparition? Is this dude alive? Does he play? Is he safe? Is he all right? Is he ever going to be there? Who cares? Anyway, we're not talking Chris Dunn. But there's no Reddish. There's no Dunn. There's no Hunter. There's no Snell, which is an amazing phrase to say, but that is an impact. So Herder, who went down to like 20 minutes a night when a few of these guys were healthy, is now pushing and just blowing things up with these minutes. And he's got to be rostered for now. But this is going to come down. He's not going to be a 59% three-point shooter, a 60% two-point shooter, playing 37 minutes a night. He just isn't. He's not going to get this level of playing time. It's not going to happen. Um, so enjoy it while it's coming, much like enjoying your Michelob Ultras. Enjoy it while it's here. But you know, I, I don't think that we need to look at it as some sort of um, guarantee to move forward. Like It's just... It's not going to be that sort of option for us. I don't believe that we can look at it and expect um, 
expect that level of production to to maintain because it just it just won't. Those minutes won't be able to stick at that sort of um, at that sort of level, and the shooting obviously is going to uh, is going to fall away. Let's look at some points leagues, guys. Now, um, let's start with Fanta Pants' teammate, the Kerner, Clint Capella, who is averaging 53 fantasy points over the last week. He's at 42 for the season. And in large part, these numbers are due to John Collins' absence. Now, Collins returned last game on a, on a minutes limit, but he's playing 36 minutes a night. He's at just on 30 for the season. I Maybe it's just that now, coincidentally, with Collins out, then he became healthy to play enough minutes. I'm not sure that's the case, or they just liked him playing 31 a night and Collins getting those other center minutes. He's also averaging 20 and 20 in the last week with two blocks, contributing to those 53 fantasy points, which is not going to be able to stick. But instead of 42 fantasy points, he can be a 45 guy, a 44 guy pretty easily, maybe 46. But 53 is really, really high for Capella. And I do think that Collins is just going to cut that 36 minutes a night to 32 maybe. Maybe 33, but whatever it is, it's going to be somewhat of a drop. And he's not averaging 20 boards a game. I think we can fairly safely say that. Another teammate of Kapala and Herder is Bogdan Bogdanovic, who yeah, is benefiting again from the absences of Hunter, from uh, Reddish, from Dunn, from Snell. He's benefiting. Now, he's awesome. He's better than all those guys. He's better than Herder. Um, and he's finally being you know, unleashed, so to speak. 37 minutes a night over the last seven games, 23 points with an average of 37 fantasy points. And that's up to 42 over the last week. Usage is up. Minutes are sky high. The Hawks are pushing. The Hawks are rolling, actually. Um, putting up some good numbers. But it's, just, it's hard to see how that's able to continue for Bogdanovich long term. I think he's awesome. But yeah, top 25, pro- probably, or is it top, sorry, a top 30? Probably not. Probably going to drop off. Let's talk about Darius Garland. Garlo. Um, rolling. 39-point average over the last week. 41st-ranked player. 37 minutes a night. Now, he's going to play a lot. I think we're fairly confident with that. He's averaging 20 points, 8 assists, 1.3 steals. When you look at it, there's nothing that's actually supremely crazy about what he's doing in terms of in terms of that level of production. Like it's not, it's not totally, it's not totally insane, I don't think to expect Garland to be a big minute guy who's going to you know, score at a, at a pretty strong level and generate assists. I don't think that's a crazy thing to expect. I, I wouldn't put money on you know, him maintaining 39 fantasy points per game. The last couple of weeks have, have been on the back of some pretty strong shooting, but nothing outrageous, 39% from three. You know, the, the eight assists are nice, 20 points. The usage is up, but not crazy. But I do think that there is going to be some level of drop-off here for Garland. But mainly, I just wanted to highlight how well he's playing, how good he looks. And let's hope he can continue. I'm not convinced about it, though. Miles Bridges on fire at the moment. But before we talk about Miles Bridges, bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. You can bet on Miles Bridges continuing to be awesome. Hey, football might be over. But the NBA and the NHL, they're in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds, and it's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website, which is betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using our promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline are your online sportsbook experts. 
So let's talk Miles Bridges, who's now averaging 36 fantasy points over the last week. It is obviously helping that Gordon Hayward, the mellow ball, Malik Monk are all out. His minutes are through the roof. 38 minutes a night, 21 points and seven boards with a block. He can continue at a pretty high level as we move forward, maybe pushing 30 points a night while these guys are out. But at some point, they're going to return. Next week for Hay- uh, for Ball, the week after perhaps for Haywood. And then Bridges goes back to a 27, 28 minute a night roll and the production falls off. But it's great because even like last year, he had the opportunity to do this. The minutes were there, the usage was there and he couldn't do it. But seeing him take advantage of it this season has been super impressive. And then lastly, it's Jinglin Joe Ingles, who's averaging 34 fantasy points per game over the last week. 17 points and 7 assists. Well, that 7 assists is way up. He's averaging 4 for the year, so he's up to 7. Big jump there, and the 17 points is 5 extra points per game. His usage is up, and it's going to continue to be up, and his minutes are going to continue to be up with guys like Conley resting and Mitchell injured. So he's got some level of being able to maintain this production, but at this sort of produ- at this sort of level, I would be highly skeptical of Joe maintaining 17 and 7 with 34 fantasy points. It just doesn't seem like a realistic expectation, but he's been awesome. Um, um, and while Mitchell is out, he's going to continue to play at a high level. Guys, that'll do it for me today. Don't forget to follow this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on Odyssey. And then on YouTube, hit subscribe, ring the bell, give it a thumbs up, leave your comments down below. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.